All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking. The final four in the NFL and the Bills are there. Get used to it. Is Vince McFootball writing this stuff? Because this double main event looks amazing. And I got 12 reasons why the Bucks are going to beat the Packers. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 94 of your favorite NFL podcast uh, from coast to coast. We're right here. We got Weird Mike, Huck Media, and Jeff with a G. Uh, bringing Hugh all the picks you need for this Final Four weekend. Very fired up about it. It's like someone's writing this stuff, but it's not a fake sport. It's a real sport. Somehow, we got Rodgers Brady and Alan Mahomes. And I say Alan Mahomes with certainty. Because Vegas thinks so, too. That's why they're minus three. Make no mistake, folks. Looked like that was a chokehold rather than a concussion. That's from Jay Glazer himself. You watch Fox Sports like I do. So make no mistake, I think we're going to get the double main event that we've all, uh, we can't believe we get because this is a real sport. And oftentimes we don't get something as amazing as Rodgers Brady, Allen Mahomes, back to back. Which game's better? I don't even know. But as a Bills fan, I'll tell you one thing. There's one game that I won't be able to sit down for. And the other game I'll be watching as a football fan with such amazingness that this is even happening. Also, I'm going to get into this a little bit later. I think there's one guy who's just happy to be there, just like we are, happy to watch it. And there's one guy where there's just another bump in the road, and you're just another peasant, Aaron. <laughs> oh, fired up wherever you're listening all over the world. Ni hao, priviet, hola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao, hola, and... Vanagam. And Mahaba. And Zdravo. Giddy up. Remember to go to huckmedia.ca for any and all media needs. He's the biggest, baddest, mustache twisting Titans fan that we know. He soaked his wounds from King Henry's uh, debacle a couple weeks ago versus Baltimore. And that's the thing with, uh, with sports betting, folks. I'm, I read this somewhere, and I, Weird Mike, maybe, maybe you can remind me where we got this from, but you need a combination of a short memory, a long memory, insane stubbornness and the ability to adapt your opinion in the blink of an eye i'd like to think i have two and a half of those <laughs> and i'll let the look who's talkers all of them thanks for listening uh to decide which of the two and a half i possess yes now, send it to me I, i'm very interested now my silver pick two weeks ago was the titans with me and huck daddy beating the ravens didn't happen you might think to yourself jeff are you gonna go on your podcast again and pick against the Ravens again? Yes, with our gold pick. And God bless all three of those teams last week because our Hugh picks were 3-0. How about that? How about that? Felt good. It had been, a, been a, a, little, a little while since we had had a perfect week. We started off the season red hot. Anyway, it felt good to put some money in your pockets and I hope you did. Uh, but yo, you getting red hot led this show to some new opportunities. Very, very, very much so. we'll be expressing uh, later in the show as well. Yeah, we got a prize to give away uh, for Super Bowl with a free $100 at bet underscore openly. Our boys who were in San Fran, Niners fans, they now moved down to Florida. And if I was moved down to Florida right now, I'd be a Bucks fan too. Uh, because they're on their way, folks. They're on their way. Uh, you know what? Let's give a minute here for Drew Brees because that's it. Let's give a minute. Five uh, seconds of silence? Sure. And right about now, people just checked their volume on their radio to see if we actually did that. Hey, that was for you, <laughs> Drew. See that one look back he did? It was like a split second, but you knew as a football fan, you're like, oh, that'll be on a, pic that'll be on a poster one day. I thought he was 
trying too hard to create a Gatorade commercial. Yeah, he played the, the worst. He played the worst game maybe of his career uh, to end it. Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of a tough way to go. I saw a stat: Dan Marino actually apparently had the worst game of his career ever as his last game. Was it that Jacksonville Wild they, they, game? They, where they got lost by like sixty. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That was like one of my first sports bets. I was an early Dolphins fan, a little weird Michael, yeah. running around, spending his allowance money, and I put it on Dan Marino, uh, and they lost by 60, yep. and I was taught an early lesson. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of kids that are Dolphins fans because kids like Dolphins. And it's when you're when you're a, when you're a kid growing up uh, in in and around the Buffalo football area. You know we're in Toronto, but that's the NFL team that you're a part of. You spend your first three or four years trying to figure out what a bill is. <laughs> Everything else is self-explanatory. But basically, every Buffalo sports team is just a Buffalo. <laughs> they just have many different ways to name it. Sabres, the Buffalo Buffaloes. The Bisons. The Bisons. I mean, but the, U, the UB Buffaloes. The UB Buffaloes. Yeah, so the Buffalo Buffaloes and then the Buffalo Bills. So apparently, back in the day before people... Bills, Sabres, Buffaloes, and Bisons really roamed the Southern Niagara region. That's how quick that minute for Drew was, eh? That's, oh, yeah. how, that's how life goes, folks. <laughs> Sorry, Drew. That's all right, man. Uh, hey, it was a great career, and uh, it, it, I feel bad for Sean Payton. Actually, he wanted to be throwing those passes because he had a great game plan. It just didn't work. Free Jameis. Yeah, they had a chance to go. He had a little momentum against his former team. He throws the fifty-six yard touchdown, and that was it. Let him throw the next pass. Let him throw a couple Maybe more. Maybe it's another 50-yard touchdown. Maybe a couple more than that. Uh, weird, man. Drew really lost some steam on that fastball, and in the playoffs, it's going to cost you. In the past three years, that cost him. It's like a legit old-time closer. Yep. He just didn't have it. He reminded me of Rod Beck out there, and everybody just caught up to this guy's 89-mile-an-hour fastball. You know when you're golfing with somebody? So I didn't mean to cut you off there. I'm sorry. You know when you're golfing with somebody who's not quite as good of a golfer as you? Like, I'm not, I'm not a pro golfer, but I'm, I'm pretty good sometimes. I'll, one thing I am good at is detecting and correcting. I, I teach flyboarding. I've taught hockey. We've taught rock climbing. I've taught everything almost in my life. And I'm pretty good at detection and correction. And um, with my dad, even, I can take a couple strokes off his game, even though my game's not that great. And I putt like Jack Nicholas with a back problem. Who's not Jack Nicholas? I just, I'm almost touching the putter with my nose. Mike makes fun of me a lot. But it's funny when you're breaking down, like let's say you're golfing with someone who's just awful. When you're breaking down the real fundamentals of a swing, it will often help your swing. You know what I mean? Are you following me here, Mike? Yeah, I just realized something, Jeff. What? You putt like you own a belly putter, <laughs> but you don't. No, I don't own a belly. I've, I've always tried to figure out what the metal and it, it's it's what a belly putter does. I'm really trying to get my eye down behind the ball. That's it, as close as possible. Forgive me. Anyway. So I was watching the game with Brooke again. We're on lockdown. You're watching the game with your significant other, most likely. And uh, it's before the Saints-Bucks game. And she's like, okay, what do you think what, you know, is going to happen on the podcast? Well, basically, in layman's terms, rather than breaking down like a 20-minute breakdown for her, I'm like, look, in the end, these two teams are great. Uh, the two quarterbacks are great. But in the playoffs, Tom's going to do Tom things and Drew's going to do Drew things. Drew's a great regular season player who plays a regular season game in a playoff game. And sometimes that works, but most often it doesn't. You make a little mistake in the third quarter that you can't make, and it costs you. And that's what Drew Brees does. That's why he's only ever been to one Super Bowl with a great team around him. So, And Tom's not going to make those mistakes, at least usually. And that's what happened. 
So it's funny when you kind of simplify your handicap, how it really can like sway you uh, in, in, in ways where if you're really trying to overcomplicate things, you know, you might not be swayed. I am having real trouble handicapping this upcoming AFC championship game. Before you begin your handicap. No, no, no. Of, we'll get into that a bit of later. The, of the biggest game of the year. Biggest game of my Bill's life and biggest game of the year. Uh, I'd like to send out a personal thank you to the Buccaneers and Tom Brady and the Wenches and everything going on there in Central Florida um, for bailing Weird Mike out. It was a public cry for help, and it was received, and I will move forward with that. The silence is broken. Thanks to the Look Who's Talkers for reminding me that... Uh, there is another day. Yeah, Mike, if you're ever having a bad week, uh, you know, sports betting-wise, a nice, heavy Sunday bet on Tom Brady in the playoffs pays 7 out of 10 times. Man, I've only <laughs> other been on this side of the fence once. It was the Super Bowl against Seattle. Yep. And I shouldn't have been right. It was the worst <laughs> play call ever. Yep. And this one just felt so good and upwards and onwards, Hugh. And I know, like, I don't want to make it seem like it's that simple. simple. I don't just bet Tom Brady every single playoff game, but it's most of them. And seven out of ten times, he wins it. I got 12 reasons why they're going to win the game against the Packers. I'm going to hit that later on in this episode. But swinging around the league quickly, uh, quick thought about Lamar. They, you know That Bills game was tight. I, I, it was the gold pick, but in the end, the Bills threw the entire first half. And as Nick Wright pointed out, came away with three points. Three. Lamar is charging. They're in the red zone. He's never thrown a pick in the red zone in his life. So realistically, you know, with some better play calling, it's 10-10 there, and we got a game. He throws it into traffic because we backed everybody up into the zone, saying, hey, we're going to let you run it three or four yards, try to stop you on the two, uh, or we are praying that you throw this into eight guys of coverage, and they did. But it was a pretty tight game. As, uh, you know, a member of the Ravens flock, even though the two passions collided. Yeah. The Bills' end zone and their jerseys become one. Oh, it's beautiful. In movement. It's, yes. They, they, I saw that pick a thousand, or the video a thousand times. And I still can't find Teron Johnson either. My word. It's a good point. Good coverage, good play. Not bailing out Lamar. No. But wow. Yeah. It was like one of those, how do you do that? Where he steps on the air box and he like kind of walks over something? Oh, yeah. Anyway. You know, it's, it's true. When, uh, do you remember when the Raptors played the Nets? And they had and the Raptors fans all wore that was a red out. battle red, and then the Nets wore red. Yes, like it's and they committed a franchise record in playoff turnovers. Right, right. There's a real thing there, um, and like good owners know this. They they make their stadium whatever their home jerseys are going to be in that base color. Uh, it's a good point because I still it's hard to find Taron Johnson in that end zone. It's a blue padding at the back too. The seats are blue. Everyone's wearing red and blue. It's tough to find. Terry Johnson. 6,700 my ass. As soon as that halftime hits, those smokers flood those gates. That radio call, though, still gives me chills. Yes. He, as soon like uh, the guy on, on 550. John Murphy. He, he, he knew right away. He could go. And then it's like, of all the times that was against us as Bills fans, you're listening to the radio or something. It was nice that we were on the, that, the correct side of that that one time. Either way, a little tidbit about Lamar. I just saw, I saw a thing on Instagram about, our, like you know, the caption was RG three was, a was a like a vi played like a video game in his rookie season. You know, it was like the gotcha. anniversary of his rookie season, whatever. 
And then at this, on the same day as this little memory, RG3 waved by the Baltimore Ravens. And in my mind, this thing just happened where I'm like, this is, whether you like to hear it or not, folks, this is Lamar. Wow. That's Lamar. He's got more success. Yeah, he, he's got more success. So it's not the exact comparison. But I got a, I got a mobile quarterback who, to be successful in the playoffs, is going to have to become a little bit more of a, of a passer, just like RG3 wanted to by himself. And it's just not going to work. He doesn't, he doesn't have that. So I don't, I'm not saying he's going to be a, a total bust like you know RG3 eventually turned out to be due to injury or whatnot. But uh, he's not going to be some 10-year multi-Super Bowl winning quarterback. I just don't see it. So I know he's going to need to pass more. I just don't think he can. And with, facing off against the AFC crop of quarterbacks and coaches and stuff, the Chiefs, the Bills, the, what the Chargers are going to become. Uh, shit, like you know, just, there's a lot. You're going to run into competition that's too much for you all the time. So, And with the concussion now, like he got a concussion. One's on the board. And he's a running quarterback. He's going to have a, some shy toes on some of those third downs now. Yeah, shy toe. But big up to Lamar. A big fan. I loved Mike Vick growing up, you know, and then didn't love him for obvious reasons. But I like Lamar. Always loved you, Mike. Good guy. Okay? And, when, and I like second chances when Vick came back to the Eagles. I love him. And eventually someone's going to give up on Lamar. And he's going to come back, and I'll, I'll cheer for him again. But it's just not enough. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Packers beat the Rams. Weird pick. No good. No good. Uh, and under uh, hit in the Saints and Bucks. You, so 0 for 2 on a slide. 1 for 3 in the last four. You know, it's funny, though. All the, there was the sharp pick of the week. Everyone was on the, like, all the sharp betters were on the Rams. It brought the number from 7.5 to 6.5. Uh, Cooper was expected to play and about 90 minutes before kickoff. Also, no one knew Aaron Donald had torn his rib cartilage. Yeah, did you see what he was wearing? Jay Glazer, yeah. your buddy there. Yep. Uh, the, the human bowling ball. Yeah. He, <laughs> they designed a military-grade uh, section of his shoulder pads. Not the whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was like Terminator stuff. Yeah. They made two of them. They gave one to Fox. Anyway. Either way, but he got no pressures. They just figured that him out there, we'll get double teamed enough, and maybe you know we can get more pressure other way. Either way, no pressures didn't work. I think Coach Dan had one one uh, interjection for this week. Uh, anybody suggesting that Aaron Donald is the best player in the NFL? Please don't think that. Yeah, in the it, nicest possible regards yes. to him and your football opinions. Yes, neither is Khalil Mack, and that was also stupid when that was brought up two years ago. They're defensive tackles. Okay, they just can't. No matter how good they are at their position, they can't affect the game enough. That's it. So you said you had 12. I have 12. Is that like a, a, a holiday reference? 12, 12 days of Christmas? 12 days of Christmas. 12 ways to? Uh, TB12. Okay. I was, I literally have, I, I, I had gotten to about 11 reasons and I'm like, wow, that's like, we're almost at 12. That was a serious eyebrow, eyebrow flash from Huck here. It was. So we're, we're excited here. Let's yeah, go, you. I'm very fired up. Okay. Um, couple, uh, yeah, a couple of things just to get off the board. We're, uh, we went 3-0 and last week in our picks. We feel like we know the playoffs pretty well. I got some futures picks that are all, almost all in the final four. I did not take the Packers because the odds were never good enough this year. No. I have a little bit on the Chiefs, but the odds were never that good enough. I have a shit ton on the Bucks. Uh, yes, we know. <laughs> yes. And I got a lot on the Bills. Not quite as much as our boy B-Sess. 
who collects two G's if the Bills win the Super Bowl. Two units for the rent boss, eh? Two e- more, huh? Yep. The Bill Collector. Uh, <laughs> the, one of the funnest guys to go to, go to a Bills games with ever. Uh, we, we picked him up still drunk in our Paul Morrison's van. He was 20 minutes late arriving, still wasted to my parents' house. Paul was upset. Bill uh, Collector, a.k.a. Brent Sescon, was so funny in the first 20 minutes of still being wasted. It was impossible to be mad at him. Then he fell asleep. He went through a table. He needed nine stitches because some of these tables are no jokes, folks. Do you Bill's Mafia out there, make sure you're getting some good Dick Sporting Goods tables that are like literally ready to break. Because if you get some old table from your nonno's basement... How about that, Mike? You like that? Did I pronounce that uh, right? I know the table, and I think my uncle put me through one when I was nine acting and up. And those are good tables. They got a good foundation. And our buddy Bill, the Bill Collector, went through a table through a spattering of cheers in our section of the parking lot, and the table didn't quite break, and he was bleeding everywhere. And this is post-Bill's win. Uh, or sorry, actually, we lost and like you know it's 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 literally like a mob scene it's like it's out of the road warriors people want blood there's bottles being thrown so when when he's bleeding out it took us like 20 minutes to notice because we're pouring beer on each other it's no rules once the the bills lose i fucking miss bills games so much i can't believe that we're gonna be getting to like it's whatever i'm accepting covid this year okay if if you have access to super bowl tickets and we make it Weird Mike's going to lay down the lumber. <laughs> I implore the look who's talkers of the universe. The Super Bowl springboard has commenced. Uh, salivating at the smallest of chances to watch Buffalo on a pirate ship with the wenches at the Super Bowl. Yep. This is Weird Mike's ultimate dream. <laughs> you can preface dream with whatever you want. Sick, wet, fun, destruct anything you want that is the dream judge me i got a stack full of cash on it thanks to tom Brady. of either currency he helped that yes he did okay i probably wouldn't be saying that if i was down <laughs> I those three know. units I know. um so uh with life comes opportunity and you got the russians in south beach we got the italians in boca uh we got Soldiers on the ground, if you have a link, if you have a corporate, I don't care what it is. It's legal. It's clean. Let's do it. Let's get across and make this happen. We're on the precipice yep. of Hogan Warrior. Yes. But if it doesn't and Bill's Mafia crashes the scene, I feel, I feel like the caravan has already started out of Orchard Park. Barstool Sports is already planning the, what they're calling, hopefully, the biggest Bill's Mafia party ever in Florida, uh, in Tampa, because Bill's Mafia, Barstool, look who's talking. We're all on the same theme here. The, okay. The Bills lost the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. The big sombrero is where they lost to the Giants. Yeah. 20 to 19. If they've been to any Super Bowl anywhere, they did not win it. So they're going from the big sombrero to the pirate ship, potentially. Also, so three things on that. One, I am obviously, I feel the same way. If the Bills are in the Super Bowl, it is, it is also a wet dream to go. Okay. I will spend everything I have to get there. I've, I've done that before to go to a Jays baseball playoff game. And uh, Bautista flipped his bat, and me and Phil will never forget it. Uh, woo! Sports moments are amazing. Okay, make memories. Screw things. Memories last forever. 
things you lose and they break. Uh, but more than anything, I've accepted COVID this year. Oh, number two, I got a spy down there already. One of my best friends, Ben Devlin. Oh, Benji. Happy birthday, Benny, by the way. Big listener. Uh, the captain of the Wing Kingdom, Turtle Jacks, in uh, Port Carling, Muskoka, Ontario, where uh, <laughs> spend most half my life flying around, eating chicken wings and getting drunk with Huck. Woohoo! Uh, he's already down there. He's uh, just a little bit north of Naples and already eyeing down some tickets, ideally. So he's already down there. Benny. Uh, I can be very persuasive. S- stay tuned. Number three. Number three, and a very important number three. Yes. Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs are in the way before we start planning any trips down to Tampa. Okay. You know what? Let's get right into it, Mike, because I know we got a, a couple games to break down, and uh, people don't want to hear me just poo-poo and hush-hush around our picks. So let's get right into it. You picks! You! Okay, folks. Uh, my co-host here has done very well the past few years in his gambling donut, a.k.a. the Smash and Sprinkle. I am not hijacking his Smash and Sprinkle, but I have two picks for you this week. One of them I, I could not like more. I honestly couldn't like this pick more. I got 12 reasons why they're going to win. I won't do that all during the music because I'll let Mike interject every now and then. Uh, My gold pick of the week, my gold pick of the playoffs is Tampa Bay plus three and a half versus the Green Bay Packers. I got got two different dudes, a quarterback. Get into that, my truth of the week. But here's the thing. The Green Bay Packers are being rewarded for a a very good regular season. And everyone's got a short memory on what these two careers have been like between Brady and Rodgers. But I got Brady playing uh, his best football of the year. Didn't even really need it last week because the playoff turnover differential. But what no one's talking about is that that they didn't turn it over. They didn't turn it over once to the Saints. They're playing Belichickian football in Tampa. You know what they did? They had balance. They ran the ball. I got Leonard Fournette. I got Ronald Jones. Two rock star running backs that are just found their groove and are just healthy at the right time. Tom's going to hand it off to them. Tristan Wirfs, uh, the offensive tackle, We're straight out of Iowa, did not give up one sack last week, one-on-one versus Cam Jordan. Not one. Tom had a healthy pocket and he used it. All right? Now, the Packers have looked like shit three times in the last two years. Three times. Once earlier this year, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 38-10. Twice last year. Okay? Once was against the San Francisco 49ers where me and Weird Michael were at the Grey Cup after party watching the end of the game. We both had, I had the Packers hard because this is Aaron versus Jimmy G. We're at the Grey Cup watching Sunday night football as the Packers get destroyed. True NFL fans, folks. Okay? They got destroyed one more time in the NFC Championship game. Come on, Aaron. You're against Jimmy G. You've played this team already. You played this defense already, and they smoked you again. It wasn't even close. It was a joke of a game. Well, they've already kicked your ass this year. I got Todd Bowles. I got Bruce Arians. They got Super Bowl rings, okay? They got more than you, Aaron. So anyway, I got Tom Brady, who uh, plays like he has no rings. 
And I got Aaron Rodgers who plays like he's got six. He's smiling when he sees a, a fade route. Just throw the fade route, bro. Okay? Mick Kringleberry uh, touchdown celebration. You didn't even get in. They needed to actually finish that half-yard run. You got admitting on the Pat McAfee show that this MVP is really important to you. Brady doesn't even know what you're talking about. All right? Brady, or Aaron Rodgers is very excited. Finally has an NFC Championship game at home versus Tom Brady. Oh my God, I'm going to be talked about all week. You're just another peasant to Tom, Aaron. All right? It's the way it goes. You're another bump on the road on the way back to the ship. One of you's got goals just to sort of fit in with this great quarterback ring. One of you is the greatest. So anyway, I'm taking the greatest quarterback ever in the games that he generally wins. Laser focus versus a guy who's just sort of insecure and happy to be there. It's a no-brainer. I'll explain more later. Okay, and my silver pick of the week? Folks, I can't do it. I don't know. This is two barely evenly matched teams. Taking my Bills bias out of this. I got the Kansas City Chiefs with a hobbled rock star quarterback. When I say rock star, he's the rock star of rock stars. Okay, this is Elvis. Make no mistake, Vegas is right. Patrick Mahomes is the best player on earth. Way better than Aaron Donald, you idiots. He's got a bad toe, which is actually somewhat more concerning to me than uh, than the, the chokehold, which might have been a concussion. Doesn't matter. He's playing. Ding! That's an idea. Okay? Here's the idea. They're really good. And Nick Wright brought this up. Okay? The, the Bills allowed uh, eight red zone possessions in the, in the playoffs so far. And the Ravens and Colts came away with 16 points. That's an average of two points a red zone possession. The Chiefs are going to score way more than that. So the Bills' defense has a bend-not-break thing going on right now. And they're going to break a couple times to the Chiefs. So then I ask myself, okay, can the Bills, with no running game, none, make it to a Super Bowl where they would be the worst running attack that I can remember making it to a Super Bowl? Maybe. Maybe. Because... And that leads to this next point. Is Josh that good where he can do this? Yeah, he is. The Chiefs are going to score 30. Can the Bills? Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. With no running game, Kansas City's defense isn't exactly world beaters. In fact, they're the opposite. So I don't know who's going to win this game. This is a gambling show. I don't want to just give you a pick for no reason. So my silver pick this week is the over. And the Chiefs versus the Bills. We're going to break down this game after together, Mike. And I'll have a lean. I'm definitely putting money on one team. But there will be 10 bucks on one on, on the, the winner of this of the AFC Championship game and multiple hundreds of dollars on the bucks. So 53 and a half, I like it. I'm taking both teams over. I don't think either defense can stop either offense. Whether it's icy wind or not icy wind, we're going to get a weather report from Weird Mike right now. Uh, I love the over. I don't think either defense can stop either defense or either offense. Andy Reid knows what he's doing. He's got the weapons. I'm very curious to see if Sammy Watkins and Clyde Edwards-Alaire play. More important than you think. They're both questionable. They both participated in Wednesday's, Wednesday's practice. With a gun to my head, I, I'd have to take the Chiefs. But uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> and that's I try to be honest with you, with you Lacoste talkers. I always will be. I'm taking the bucks and I'm taking the over. I'm taking it for multiple hundreds of dollars. You! You! <clears throat> 3-0 last week. Let's try to go 2-0 this week. 
with a Bills win, and I'd be really excited. I was really expecting you to go with the third pick and not unintentionally hijack. <laughs> I, I just I can't give I'm picks kidding. away that I'm not sure. I, I, I respect it. I, 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 I love thought, the Bucks. I love the over. I thought you were going a different direction. It's going to be a touchdown party in Kansas City. That's what makes this good. However, what is the weather report before I smash this over? We got an ice rain mix. Eighty percent nighttime. KC Missouri. Been there, seen it. Um, would lend itself, and it's a grass track. Yeah, I'm thinking. Sloppy, sloppy could be points. Remember, anything is possible. Oh, great quote from Mahomes to Chad Henney. Just a great play call, great everything. Fool Romo, who's not your boy anymore. Yeah, we'll get to Romo in a second. <laughs> but I think we're forgetting, and uh, I like the Bills, whatever the points are, just because I think the toe is equally as big as the concussion. I think it's gone to three. It's in gone this, to three. In this moment, I like... Um, I like Henny because he has played more football recently than Mahomes. Obviously, he's not better, and I, I'm saying it's this is lending are, to are your you over. Shit faced right this now. This is lending to your over. We try to not drink before what the if, show. What if what if has to come in? Chad Henny or, or start. We having this conversation. First of all, he's in protocol, so <laughs> it's already a discussion sure, out there. Sure, he might play. Second it's of all, no way this is better. This toe. I didn't say he's better. I'm saying it's not as bad. As everybody else thinks. He's been there under Reed for a long time. Again, he knows the system. We love backup QBs. I get it. But he played the last game before the season. Scored 21 points. Ran some drives yep. with backups. Yep. Now he's got the full garage at his disposal. Okay. Uh, came in. Hyper, hyper adrenaline moment. Did it. Pro proved to his team that he can do it which allows them a little bit of increased performance, okay. I think. Okay. So anything is possible. Yeah, anything's impossible. Anything, anything is possible, Correct. but not that. How about this? Put your money where your mouth is. If Chad Henney starts, okay. I'll, give you the, I'll give you Kansas City plus seven. So if Henney starts. Let's get real. Henney is not starting this game. <laughs> but if, if he does, Weird Mike still seems confident. So the voice of reason on the show, Huckster's, yeah. got zero faith in the NFL protocol system, and you think he's starting. Yeah, they're all, they already positioned it as a neck injury so they didn't have to deal with the concussion blowback. There you go. Well, Jay Glazer, who runs uh, M an MMA training facilities, says it looks like you got choke choked out. You squeeze a certain part of the vertebrae for a second and a half because in that tackle he's getting choked, and he comes out woozy. So... No, I don't want any bills. I don't know. I don't Huck's laughing. I don't want anti-bills. I'm saying. That's what they're saying. I don't want to take the bet on the anti-bills juju. Sure. That's above it all. If, I'm but, saying it's classic bills to cough it up to Henny. Sure. But if, if, if the betting market finds out, and whenever they find out that Henny will be starting the game instead of Mahomes, like Sunday morning, the spread will rocket the other way. And we'll I settle think. at what? It would bills minus five and a half. Wow. Mahomes is definitely worth maybe more. Mahomes would definitely be worth, I'd say, at least six, seven, eight points. All right, Bills minus six with no. Anyway, more importantly, the Bills and the Chiefs AFC Championship game. We got a weird. We got some weird weather. How does this affect the? How does it affect this? Who wins this game? Well, who does this help? I think it helps if if there's ice rain. I think it helps the sloppy dog minus five. 
And we don't know who the sloppy dog is yet, unfortunately. I just don't. We, why, don't we, why can't we run the ball, man? You know? It's, it's weird. Imagine the Dallas Cowboys without Emmett. The, That's what we are right now. The Bills are turning into like a faster Steelers where they're just never running. But like... And that's we had Aik- the Cowboys had Aikman to Irvin, Aikman to Irvin, and then hand it off to Emmett twenty five times, win three Super Bowls. Like, I I love it. It's like here's what it's like. Here's the analogy I thought of. Okay, imagine you have a, an amazing race car driver who's winning races, and he's in an amazing car, but one of the four tires is flat, but he's still winning. But they can't seem to pump that tire up. And you're like, damn, like he could win the whole circuit. He could win the whole F1 circuit because he's barely, or, you know, he's winning all these races. Well, imagine how good that driver would be with four pump tires. We need a fucking running back. So I still think we could win this game. But if we, if we had an Emmett Smith or anything close to that, even Najee Harris or Travis Etienne next year, we are the favorites in the NFC for the next eight years. That's how good Josh is. That's how good our coach is. But we need a running back, man. This is football. So I'm, I, I'm so excited for this game. And I feel like there's a Vince McMahon or something of, of football who's writing this stuff like it's WrestleMania. But shit, I wish we had four tires, man. Because right now it's Josh, the boys, and our defense. Like, Can, can Singletary have an impact on this game? Because we're going to need him. Because they're, they're not going to stack the box at all. They're going to be like, all right, Josh, it's all you, all game. That's Kansas City defense. Why don't they turn him into like a battering ram for one game? They might you, have to. You have two weeks off. They haven't Obvi- really been doing that as much He's this obviously season. capable of handling a lot. Yeah. I'm not talking 30 carries here, but I'm talking enough to win. 16 carries and, uh, with kind of a, a blocking scheme. Make, we know KC's susceptible to the run. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take my pick in a second, but I want to just finish off here on this Bills. Uh, Tyron Matthew, another X-Factor for Casey. This guy won some really big games with some really shitty quarterbacks at LSU. Mm-hmm. And if Henny does start, and even if Mahomes is wobbled, yep. he's going to take it upon himself to go ahead and make up the difference of the possession, uh, the points, whatever it may be, however the cards are wrong. It could be even a punt return, this guy. He is crafty and special. So look for, again, a, a super burst. You feel that when you know a lesser dude is capable. It's just, man, the way the Bills played against the Niners on that, uh, that Monday night game in Arizona. Fall Monday nighter. But whatever. That, the Niners' D was stacked. They had, they had their guys back, and Josh tore them up. And that's the Super Bowl NFC defense from last year, minus Bosa and Sullivan. That turned out to be the worst division in football. But the, the secondary was intact, and he threw it right through them. Mm, it was awesome. Kansas City secondary ain't that good. Who's covering Diggs? Nobody. Diggs and Allen are going to rip it up. They're going to score up, 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 to, up towards 30 points, barring some sort of weird icy weather that, that impacts the passing game. So that's what I'm worried about. And here's the other thing. The Chiefs aren't scared of anybody. Last year's playoff run, you might not think it matters anymore. I've been hearing so many sports media just talk about how the Chiefs, like they've like twinkle-toed in the playoffs. Like they were 14 and one when they rested Mahomes. They're awesome. They didn't need they weren't trying to cover the spread, folks. They're trying to win games. Tom Brady's not trying to cover the spread. He just needs to win games. These guys, 
It's the NFL. It's not college. You don't need to beat teams by 20 ever. You don't ever need to do that. You don't get voted into the playoffs. You don't get voted into the Super Bowl. So Tom knows how to win. Uh, the Chiefs and Andy Reid know how to win. So I'm not, I'm not worried at all about the Chiefs being ready for this game. You shouldn't be either. But make no mistake, the Bills are ready too. Hard yeah. game to pick. And the defend, a very hard game to pick. And the defending champ yeah. and all the mantra that goes with that. Hosting, they're hosting the AFC Championship game. They've been at home for like three or four weeks because they were even home for that oh, Chargers game. And Atlanta. They, yeah, they've just been chilling for like five weeks. This is what the Patriots used to do, to just cruise to the Super Bowl, even with unimpressive wins in November, December. Andy Reid is the only coach to host the conference title game three years in a row, twice. Nobody's done it. Once, he did it twice. Once with the Eagles and now with the Chiefs hosting. A couple little tidbits. Uh, Andy Reid coaching against one of his former pupils. Uh, McDermott was on the Eagles staff for multiple years. Is that so? Yes. Was he a special teams <clears throat> guy? Uh, no, I think it was like linebackers or D, secondary. Sure. But he was there in the early years. and He looks young, too. It's weird. So Andy Reid versus a former pupil. You know, take that as you will. But in my, I think that's a, I think that's advantage, Andy. McDermott kind of looks like McVeigh's older brother. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Um, Yo, I'll tell you what I am going to be pissed about in this Bills game. Okay, however it shakes out, yeah, is the announcing combo. All right, those in my various group chats, I've been uh, letting them know. I want to let all of them know that I, the new batty on the show is Tony Romo. <laughs> okay. Him and Nance are trying so hard. Listen, guys, you're watching the game with your girl or wherever you are, quiet at home in lockdown. You actually listen to this more, right? Sometimes between plays when you're with the guys, you grab the nachos, you squeak out for a dart, you do, you do whatever. You're not listening to Romo. You know he's doing it. Yeah. But now watch them, listen to them try and force the jokes. Okay? This is going to hurt Nance's credibility down the road. The way he's slobbering all over Romo's knob on air, he's going to start hearing chirps at the golf course. You know, I've been inside the ropes. I've been done doing the chirping. Romo's making like three times as much as him right now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very bizarre dynamic unfolding. And I think Romo was out of the booth because with COVID. Anyway, just have an extra ear. You probably do this time around on Championship Sunday. Yeah. Just, just get off the Romo train, everybody. All right. Especially you, Matty J in the KWC. Um, Romo's got to go. Switch another network. Give him a uh, give him give him a, a one night game. He's not going anywhere. I don't want him doing the network. Just sign like big... a ten year deal. I'm yeah, off he's it. not going anywhere. Yeah, but I agree with you. He's way too giddy in there. Yeah, he, he, he gets too excited. He's like, oh, yeah. And like, also, the, I don't want so much of the game to be whether he predicted the play right. I don't care. I don't need my announcers to predict the plays. Uh, uh, pile on, guys. Just just pile on. You want to send your Romo beef? <laughs> send it. What what else does he do that bothers you? Because I'm sure it's one or two things. And I called it the Bills game, not the AFC title game. That was a bit of a juxtapose for yeah. me. Anyway. Also, I, I love Aikman so much. It's just it's hard. Between the two Cowboys quarterbacks, I'll take Aikman. And even the Monday night crews, as worse as they are, they're just so happy to be there. So like they're not really like saying anything. Anyway. Uh, one last thought about the Bills game. I'm predicting. I, I I wrote down on my sheet here. Can can we score 31? And then I wrote, yeah. Five minutes later, 31-30 Bills. That's what I see. If I, but like with a gun to my head, I think I'd have to take the Chiefs. But like 
without putting any money on it, 31-30 Bills, Tyler Bass sends us to the Super Bowl. Bass versus Budker. Let's go. The, uh, he won the battle with Tucker. Stefan Diggs, 200 yards, game of his life. Uh, again, though, Sammy Watkins and Clyde play. Like, Here's the thing. Here's the thing that, that, that came to mind because the Chiefs have a habit of these slow starts. And this is why I got the Bills as a lean to win by one point. Because if, if the Bills, like last year during the playoffs, I didn't believe in any of the teams that the Chiefs were facing. I didn't believe in any of them. We watched it together, Mike. You know, Houston went up 24-0. I was live betting the Favre out of the Chiefs. Whether, when it was 17-0, when it was 24-0. The guy asked you to leave. When yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm begging everybody. Like, trust me, this is an explosive offense, the likes of which we haven't really seen. They did it. And they did it two more times. Titans, Niners, didn't matter. They didn't have a quarterback that could just lay the gas on or a coach that would have the balls to lay the gas on. If the Bills go up fucking 14-0 in this game, it's over, okay? Like, it'll be a game still, but we're winning. So this is not a, a comeback the Chiefs will be able to make. So they better keep it close so the Bills will run away with it. Anyway, that's enough on that game. We got... Uh, let me kickstart the next game with the pick. Kickstart it, and then I got 12, the, 12, the 12 days of, of, of um, Tampa. <laughs> the 12 days of the NFC title game. There you go. 0-2 last week. 15-13-2 on the year is the weird pick. Coming at you with one total this week. Got to do it. The two best guns in the game are going to go down with their best weapons in their hand. NFC title game over, 51. Sounds like a push already. I'll take the over. Both of these guys go down blazes glory. Whoever is on the other side of the score is not checking down. There's no, there's no barrel left in the chamber. You alluded to Rodgers sort of playing with a bit of that California cool that's been a theme of this show all year playing like he's got six rings. For the first time, I think he sees the other side of the river. Uh, a little bit of Breeze mortality may have set in. He's got that collarbone. He's already busted twice. Again, you don't wish that. I'm just saying these are things that people think about as the age, and apparently he drinks a great deal of whiskey, uh, does uh, Aaron Rodgers. So it's pensive. It's thoughtful time. Uh, the time is now for him, and he's not going down with A.J. Dillon, on third and four. This guy's going down to his star receiver. He's going down with his game plan. You're going to see a bit of the old Rodgers come out here. And it's, it's enough for the points. Uh, the weather in Lambeau. We gave it at the AFC title game. Nice night. Caught a break. Not that it matters to Tom, but I think it matters to the rest of Tampa. We're all thinking that Tampa is Tom. Yeah. There's still 52 other players on the, Roger, on the roster. Yep. Most of which were handpicked from the Florida and Texas area. Sure. Um, so a, a big cold game is not what they're getting. Minus four and uh, capable wins, about four to five. Snow? Miles, uh, no, 30%. So obviously this stuff's subject to change. Maybe some flakes, but, but we're not wiping away yard Correct. Lines. So Tom, he's familiar with this. And I think this is where Tom's Zen training, sort of like a Phil Jackson, will kind of calm his team with the cold. Hey, this is what I know. This is what I've learned. Not saying he's walking them through it, but you know, people look up to Tom and for good reason. Over is the pick. I'd like to make it worth two. I can't do it. Over fifty and a half? Fifty one. Fifty one is the number now, and that's what I'll go on the record as. 
it'll go up and down a little bit. Uh, was it 50 and a half yesterday? So it's already going up slightly. That's good. Probably due to the weather report. 51. Weird pick. Don't fade now. Only got a couple left. All right. Uh, we predicted. We predicted. I predicted at the start before week one that we would see. Uh, if you're just new to the show, uh, uh, week one this year predicted Kansas City versus Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. Never fluctuated, never changed. Hogan Warrior. Hogan versus Warrior, WrestleMania six. The guy that everybody's loved forever versus the up-and-comer, ultimate warrior, Mahomes. Hogan. Mahomes wins. They hug at the end. That's what I predicted at the start of the year. Now, obviously, I didn't know the Wyoming farm tank and the boys were going to turn into the best offense in football, but that's what they became. Minus a running game, which is amazing. That's how good Josh is. As Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator for the Ravens, called him, he's as big as Ben Roethlisberger with Dan Marino's arm. That's made me, that gave me a semi listening to it, and it's true. And that's our, that's our Wyoming farm tank. I love you, Josh. And nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Okay, but moving on to the game that we were just talking about. We got the Packers versus the Bucks at Lambeau. And I got, this is my, my favorite pick of the playoffs. As I mentioned in the Hugh picks, I'm taking the Bucks plus three and a half. I'm also taking the Bucks to win the game. As an outline better, Mike, I'm taking the Bucks outline. I just, this is such a mismatch of, uh, of personalities, but also teams. So here we go. The 12 reasons why the Bucks will win, courtesy of TB12. Number one, two different dudes. One is laser. Fo- oh, we're going to call this the truth of the week. Truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made it fat just now. That's some real shit. Yeah, some real shit. <laughs> Number one, two different dudes. One is laser focused and one is insecure. We've heard it from his old teammates. We've, hold, we've heard it from Greg Jennings on FS1. His battles with his coaches. Even some reports coming from his old girlfriends. Guy's a weird guy. He uh, doesn't talk to his entire family. When everyone forgot about him. You know, he kind of, he's like, hey, everyone kind of forgets about me. He was asked on the Pat McAfee show, do you care about the MVP award? I'd be lying if I said I didn't. I think everybody does. No, I don't think Tom does. He's the Lord of the Rings. You're the Lord of, I don't know, Green Bay? No, he's got a piece of prince. He's got one ring. Got one ring. We'll get to that a little bit later. Number two, Sue versus Rogers. Whether Rogers admits this or not, Sue's in his head. A lot of games versus the Detroit Lions. Stomped on him a couple times. One time suspended, one time $70,000 fine after an appeal. Roughed him up in the game earlier this year. Doesn't care. Just a mean guy. Very mean. And, and again, with Rodgers somewhat insecurity, kind of wants people to like him, having this bully just bully him throughout his Hall of Fame career and like nobody really cares. I just, I don't think he likes the situation. It's just, a, it's a relationship that he hates in the NFL, and I bet he would rather be facing anybody else, but he won't admit that. Number three, Green Bay will not be able to run the ball, and that has been something they've been leaning on during these, while they've looked good these past few weeks. Aaron Jones running it, Corey Dillon, or Dillon, Kevin Dillon running it. A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon running it. I just named the mall Corey cop. Dillon. Corey Dillon from the Bengals and Pats, and Kevin Dillon who is Entourage. Uh, from Entourage. Victory! <laughs> All right, number four. Aaron is so happy to be a part of this game. 
He's playing in the NFC Championship game. He gets compared to Tom all week. All the sports media gurus talk about him. A whole bunch of hot takers say, you know what? Aaron's really better. If he had Belichick's system, he would have more rings. It's all music to Aaron's ears. Tom's not even listening to any of this shit. And Aaron admits that he does listen. Tom's just working on routes with Scotty Miller right now. Okay? He's just focused on another ring. Number five, Leonard Fournette. Okay, the number five, four overall pick from five years ago. This is not some third rounder trying to prove himself. This was the best running back of the draft four years ago. And this is his first taste of anything close to uh, a real chance. Okay, yeah, they went to the AFC Championship game with Bortles, but that was with Bortles. Kind of had to know he probably weren't going to win. Leonard Fournette looking better. He's also catching balls from Tom right now, which is what all Tom needed. Uh, Number six, and I mentioned this earlier. Aaron, I think, looks up to Tom. Kind of likes that they're in the same party together. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm at a party with Tom Brady. I've been invited to the same party. Aaron's just another peasant to Tom. He doesn't care. Handshake after the game if we win. Other than that, you'll always be just lower on the totem pole, bro. Didn't even make the best quarterbacks of all time on the old all-time list. And I think that really bothered Breeze and Rodgers. No one was even fighting for them to make this list. Tom knew he'd be on it. He knew he'd be one. There's just a difference there. You're just a peasant, Tom. Or Aaron, sorry. All right, reason number eight, Ronald Jones, the high-stepping horse of the Tampa Bay running attack. He'll get seven, he'll get 12, or sorry, 13 carries if he's healthy. And uh, watch out, because teams that can run the ball against the Packers, like the Niners twice last year, and uh, the Colts earlier this year, And the Eagles, when they went into Lambeau early last year and smoked them, they ran the ball down their throat. That's where they're weak. And that's where Tom realized in the playoffs he's going to have to do. Okay. Reason number seven, uh, the MVP award. Aaron seems pretty obsessed with it. Tom doesn't give a shit. Reason number eight, Aaron plays the game like he is the, the GOAT. He plays like he's the GOAT. He's got that attitude, that smile. Oh, there's a fade route. This is going to be fun. Uh, I score a touchdown in a game against Tom Brady in the Bucs, a really vital NFC opponent. And I'm going to score. I do this Mick Kringleberry uh, touchdown celebration. He's too into himself. He's just too into himself. Brady, you'd think he is, but he plays egoless. He just wants to win that next ring. Brady plays like he has no rings. That's what he plays like. That's the, he just, when he scores a touchdown, he celebrates. That's it. With his teammates, let's go get another one. Let's go, let's score one more point than the other team. Because I'm not trying to win an MVP. I'm trying to win a Super Bowl ring. That's what I'm good at. All right, reason number 10. Ring count. All right. Here's how many rings I've counted in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Coaching and players. Tom Brady, six. Gronkowski, three. Bruce Arians, two. Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator, one. I've looked up and down the Green Bay Packers and their staff. There's one ring, and it was Arians ten and a half years ago. Ten and a half years ago. He was a different guy back then. There's not exactly experience to lean on. So that's 12. That's a... One that's, more, that's Jeff. 12 rings for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization. So that's 12 guys that know what it takes to win the whole damn thing versus the Green Bay Packers who have one guy, one ring, and he's saying, yeah, follow me. 
Except last year in the same position, you got shit kicked by the Niners versus a not quite as good quarterback. Reason number 11? You lost me with the 12 ring. I don't know. We'll go 10. It's at least 11. We'll go 11. Matt LaFleur, coach of the Packers. Last time he faced Tom Brady in a vital game. Do you know when it was, Mike? The Sunday nighter there? No. It was the Super Bowl when he was an offensive coach for the Falcons. Oh, you don't say. So he has witnessed a Tom Brady nightmare already. Been there, done that, cost him a ring. Just feel like that might matter. Anyway, and uh, last reason, we'll call it the last reason, window. There's Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are staring right across the field this Sunday at proof that their window is not anywhere close to closed. There's a 43-year-old 43 43 quarterback who's leading his team to the NFC Championship game. Aaron's 38. Something like that. 37, 38? 37. 37 years old. So if you're on the Green Bay Packers right now and you're looking in the mirror leading up to this game, are you thinking to yourself, this is it? This is our last chance? No? But if you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, you've never even smelled the NFC Championship game before. You're looking at your 43-year-old gray-haired quarterback, and even though he wants to play till he's 47, you got to know, this is a one, this is a two-year window, but even then, it's hard to get back to the Final Four every year. Tom's 44. He could get injured. This is it. This is your game. You're also, and I'll get to reason 12 because we weren't at 11. No, we were. Number 12 is that they are one game away from hosting the Super Bowl at the ship. And not only is that amazing for everyone involved in Tampa Bay, but that's the only thing that, ta- that Tom hasn't done. Somehow, Vince McFootball found a thing that Tom Brady hasn't achieved yet in professional football. And that is hosting, a play- hosting the Super Bowl, being the first guy to win a Super Bowl in your home barn. And also, spite, reason 13. Fuck you, Billy B. I never needed you. This is a quarterback league. And you cost me another ring against the Eagles. I threw for 500 yards, and somehow we lost to Nick Foles. So Billy B was the bonus. There you go. Bonus Billy B. Number one. Fuck Billy B. Sorry. Uh, As I've uncovered, the hate for New England was was New England and Billy B hate. Not so much uh, Tom Shady. Yeah. I so callously put it for a decade. Uh, the Packers window's smaller than you think because Rodgers is a drinker. He's not the super dedicated avocado ice cream eating Brady hyperbaric chamber. Sure. Not saying he's, you know, hacking darts with Jordan. There's a hashtag for you. But <laughs> but Rodgers, you know, part stake owner, likes a little bit of the celeb life, likes to party, doesn't abuse it. Yep. So that's not looking in the mirror. Might be looking down the hall. Is well, oh, I'm going to break that down of your 13 there. I, I gathered that for a month. And another one, you said it twice his name, wrong both times. It is Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. Not Tad Bowles. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you said that the first time. You slightly cleaned it up the second time. It is Todd Bowles. It's like I do the fuck of the fact. Uh, classic, classic example of what Nagy might turn out to be. Uh, great two. Everybody thought he was a one. Yep. Put some good pieces together. Had a little bit of success. Great, too. And, yes, he is paying dividends. Uh, sort of the uh, devil on Arian's uh, right side. Or angel. Whatever one Arian's needs. Sure. Todd Bowles is that dude. 
Todd Bowles, by the way, his Super Bowl ring, he was a safety for the Washington football team, also known as the Redskins back then. Against the Bills? John, John Elway and the Broncos. Oh, way back. Way back. But he's got a ring in the secondary. So the Bills have some Super Bowl history in Tampa. Interesting little time mm-hmm. line there. And Brady has utter dominance over Buffalo. And this is bizarre. Uh, the fact that that's the fact that we could beat the Chiefs, get to the Super Bowl, and have to face Tom Brady at home. My like God. suck my Farvin Dick, Vince, Vince McFootball. Okay. Well, there's plenty of that near the stadium. This, this has this has Hogan throwing salt in the uh, like the Bret Hart lost to Yokozuna. I'll stop wrestling. Talk about wrestling, but WrestleMania nine was my nightmare. Bret Hart loses to Yokozuna. Hogan comes in for a one minute kick and walks away with the title. Screw you, Caesar's Palace. If you have a cottage for availability, let me know. Willing to take it over for Championship Sunday, paying handsomely. My final score in the Bucks Packers game. I got the Bucks thirty, the Packers twenty four. And why is that relevant, Jeffrey? Because that's an over. <laughs> yes, but further to that, you are nailing the exact pick, and you're going to give our listeners yes. the opportunity to do the same. So, okay, we've been pumping our friends, but bet underscore openly or betopenly.com. Uh, their new website's pretty awesome right now. Check it out. Uh, but, yeah, so what we're going to do is we're, we've been given $100 of a free account uh, with bet Openly. To give away. So here's what we're going to do for all you Look Who's Talkers out there. We want you to post and tag us on your story or in a post. Or if you want to DM it, just know that I'm going to, at Hughes Talking, know that I'm going to repost it. And you got to pick the exact scores of both championship games. So your total aggregate differential from the actual scores of the games will win. You could, if you call 30 to 26, Bills over the Chiefs, and you nail it, and then you are 40 points off in the Bucks packers game. Your differential's 40. Your differential's 40. Doesn't matter that you nailed the first game. Total championship point differential. You're going to win $100 at our fr- to use at betopenly.com, which is a really cool Craigslist style uh, of betting website where you can be the house and use your $100 just to be the house for other people's bets that are listed, ready to be taken, or make your own bet, and then someone else will take it. Now, uh, you know, you'll be winning that prize, one of our Look Who's Talkers, with two weeks before the Super Bowl. What a, what a perfect time yeah. to test your luck yeah. with our friends at Bet Absolutely. With a free hundo. Free hundo for the Super Bowl. USD? Uh, no, it'd be Canadian dollars. CAD. Canadian okay, dollars. I got you. Now, here's another thing with some uh, money going into the Super Bowl. I got the Bucks at plus fourteen hundred. I got the Bills at plus six hundred. And if those two teams happen to meet, we are going to have a live betting talk next week, folks. Uh, for the likes of which I, I I don't I don't have extra pants for. Okay, um, we got a beer of the week from our boy at Beer Butt Official. Jenko messaged me, one of our uh, Look Who's Talkers and one of our old buddies from Mount Carmel Hockey. Yeah, we got the, got the golf crew on the west side in, too, now. Yeah, he messaged me just talking about last week's Beer of the Week, how I mentioned milk and beer, and then I, like, barfed. Uh, anyway, he's a beer drinker. He thought that was funny. Yes. Okay, from my boy Lee Van Mosdyke, the most left-handed, right-handed guy of all time. <laughs> Very true statement. <laughs> yeah, just the way he writes. Okay. From Nickelbrook Brewing by the lake in the city of Burlington, Ontario, Canada, what should be every single guy's favorite find? A naughty neighbor. <laughs> An American pale ale. 
This fluid floozy goes down smoothly at only 4.9% ABV, which stands for Huck Daddy. Alcohol by volume. He's looking at me like I'm an I'm an idiot. I don't need to say that, Jeff. Um, a 4.9% ABV. She's good for multiple rounds or a quick afternoon delight. Whoa. What a naughty neighbor. This beer butt official finding the beer of Weird Mike's dreams. Naughty neighbor. Don't you wish you had one right now? <laughs> yes. I miss mine. And for the Bills being in the AFC Championship game, I'm fucking getting drunk on American beer all goddamn day. Uh, if you want... If you want to start drinking with us, I'm going to be going live before Championship Sunday on Instagram. Follow us at Hughes Talking or at Weird Mike, at Weird MIC. Also, for Super Bowl, I'm going to be giving away a package from my buddy's uh, skating lab, the skating lab underscore Burlington from my buddy Rodney Winchester. Uh, we're giving away a free skating package. So basically, they have a, a treadmill for skating. And they sponsor a couple of my buddies, uh, Scott Croxel, Kyle Croxel our friends of the show and um, for their Red Bull crash dice careers and for your hockey career. If you have any kids that like skating, it's amazing. Uh, ice skating, you wear your skates, you get on the treadmill. They got a harness for you Seen it. and it's badass shit. Go to the underscore skating underscore lab, uh, Burlington uh, at, at symbol first. Just Google it. Thanks, Hawk. Stay active during the lockout. Sounds like a good way. Love you, Gunner. So we'll be giving away a package for that with good Super Bowl props picks. I'll get into that a little bit more. And remember to check out at the Three Eaters, our favorite game day food prep friends living in Waterdown with their Bill, little Bills Mafia member, Emma. Uh, Huck Daddy, who's winning the games this weekend for Shut the Huck Up? Packers. Yep. And the Bills. Woo! How about that? Folks. I don't mind being wrong if the Bills beat the Chiefs this week. In fact, you'll hear all about it from a very drunken Jeff with a G. Send all of your picks uh, for the aggregate scores of the championship games. Tag at Hughes Talking on Instagram. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. I got a special prize. By the way, congrats to Brian Hiller, uh, Christian Hernandez, and Jake Frisney, number one overall, for our Hugh Pick standings for our point spread championships. Uh, lockdowns making your prize packages. Uh, wait a little bit, but they are coming. And remember, uh, for whoever shares and is the most active participant leading up to the Super Bowl, I got a special Team LTD prize just for whoever shares the podcast the most. Uh, and we'll be keeping track. I, let's go Buffalo Let's go Buffalo Giddy up nobody circles the wagons Like the Buffalo Bills Huck give me some great Bills music I'm praying for you All you Bills Mafia members Drink American beer Drink the one beer uh, at Beer Bud gave you See you later Yeah